When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, what's up? Welcome or welcome back to In Bloom Podcast. My name is Abby Aslan and I'm the host of this podcast. First and foremost, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to say sorry about last week. I have no idea what happened, but last week's episode decided to like time travel or something because I noticed when on Monday, like when I went to like make sure it was up and everything, it said it released on April 25th which was when the week before's episode went up and I was really confused because I was like wait that's when like last week's episode went out went up and I was like I didn't even record this episode until like April 29th so how does it say it published on April 25th so I had a couple people like message me saying like oh like no new podcast this week and I'm like no like there is I have no idea when it actually went up though like it definitely didn't go up on the 25th, but on my end and then like on Spotify and like Apple Podcasts, it says it went up on the 25th of April for some reason. So I don't really know what happened there. It didn't actually go up on the 25th. What I'm thinking is that it went up on the 29th or 30th whenever I was uploading it to schedule it. And when I scheduled it, I think, I don't know. I don't know if like the Anchor website, like I think what might have happened is I was on like the tab that I had had opened from the week before and I just uploaded like a new episode from that same tab, which I do that every week, but I don't know. I just think something glitched and it for some reason says it uploaded on the 25th. So if you thought there wasn't a new episode last week, there was, um, it uploaded on probably Friday or Saturday, I'm guessing. I didn't even check until Monday because that's what I normally do, obviously, since that's when podcasts normally go up for me but yeah it did go up it's the episode um about things I do to optimize like my energy and everything and I hope y'all enjoyed that episode but anyways this week's episode I'm so excited for I've put a lot of thought and heart into it and it's one of those episodes that I know is just like good because it just came to me in epiphany form and I love when episodes do that because I just always know that it's like what I need to be talking about when that happens And we're going to be talking about leaning into discomfort, which is just very, very applicable to my life right now. It's applicable to like common themes. Like I've gone through this many times in my life and I'm finally, I think, at a place where I'm self-aware enough and also emotionally aware enough that I can recognize when this happens to me. But it took me a while to recognize it this time around, and it's always taken me a while. But we're just going to be talking about it, like what it means, like how to even lean into discomfort and sort of like the parallels I've seen in my life, because this is something that I've run into many times in my life. And I'm sure a lot of you all have been in very uncomfortable situations in your life where you've just felt super uncomfy out of place and weird and just like not even stuck you're just like uncomfortable like you just don't feel right and it's arguably one of the worst feelings in the world because you just don't really know what to do with yourself you're in like this awkward space of like 
I feel really weird. I don't feel confident or decisive or secure enough to like make any decisions. But I also feel kind of paralyzed by indecision because I'm so uncomfortable. And it's the worst feeling ever. So we're just going to be like talking through that today and um, the epiphanies I've had surrounding that subject. So I'm looking forward to it. But before we get into it, let's get into the quote, the goal. I always almost say goal. It's not even a word. (laughs) The quote, goal, and gratitude for this week. So my quote for this week is, let me find it. Oh, it's from Brene Brown, which I have read one of her books before, and I love her quotes. I've listened to some of her like TED Talks and stuff before, and I will be referencing, um, or I think, do I have a reference to her in this episode? I'm trying to remember if I ended up putting, I don't think I ended up put, putting the quote in the actual episode. No, I didn't. It's just for the quote this week. So the quote is related to leaning into discomfort. And she says, I spent a lot of years trying to outrun or outsmart vulnerability by making things certain and definite, black and white, good and bad. My inability to lean into the discomfort of vulnerability limited the fullness of those important experiences that are wrought with uncertainty, love, belonging, trust, joy, and creativity, to name a few. And this is a really good quote just because it really encompasses kind of like what I'm going to be talking about today. And I think it totally is a lot of our first reactions when it comes to when it's time to be vulnerable and when you get uncomfortable. Like your first reaction a lot of times is trying to like outrun or outsmart. It's like, how can I avoid being vulnerable in this situation? How can I avoid these uncomfortable emotions? So you try to like make sense of everything and solve it so that you don't have to deal with it because it is so uncomfortable. And instead of leaning into it, you know, you're trying to work around it and avoid it. And that ends up really like just self-limiting you more than anything because so many of the great things and experiences in life, like she said, are like love, belonging, trust, joy, and creativity. They naturally have so much uncertainty in them and we can't experience their full potential unless we're allowing ourselves to be vulnerable and be uncomfortable because if we're just staying within our little bubble and comfort zone that makes us feel safe you know, we're limiting the range of experience that we can feel and experience with all of those emotions. And, you know, it's like we'll only feel love, so much love and feel love a certain way if we remain in our little bubble. And the same thing with like belonging, trust and joy and creativity, like she said, but also every other emotion and experience out there. So I just really like this quote and it definitely, I found the quote after I planned this episode, um, but obviously it is very, like parallel with like what I'm going to be talking about and kind of just like what the title um, is drawn from for this episode. So that's my goal or my quote (laughs) and my goal this week. I want to just have better work boundaries because I know right now it's like right now I'm not really in a busy season. I'm probably gonna have a busy week in about two weeks and I'll probably be a little bit slower through like July I'll say but then I'm going to like have another busy season, August or October, probably, I guess. I don't know yet. I'm trying to like figure all that out right now. And I just want to have better work boundaries, especially now that things are like slowing down some. I really just want to like stop letting like my work literally control my whole life. Like I just feel the need to always be available and I don't know how to stop feeling that way. Like I, if I am done for the day, like 
and it's, you know, your after work time, like, let me just get off work. Like, I don't know why I'm sitting here, like thinking I need to be available. And like, yes, like I do usually get like an email or something, but like, I just need to be better at asking myself, is this something that needs to be taken care of literally right now or not? And most of the times in busy season, the answer was kind of yes. Like it was like, if it's not right now, it needs to be very soon. And a lot of the stuff now, that's not really the case. So I just need to be better about setting those boundaries because I'm realizing if I don't do that now, I am just going to perpetually be treating like my job like it's always busy season because I'm going to end up making myself constantly available and feeling the need to do things as soon as I get them. Like that's the biggest problem is like as soon as I get something, I'm like, oh, I need to like do this right away. And I usually try to do that. I mean, especially if I don't have much to do, it's like, okay, I'll obviously like get this going. But I just need to be better about that because I know it's not healthy for me and I'm really robbing myself of a lot of my own time by trying to like be available all the time and I don't need to be. Um, You know, once those hours are done, like I can, you know, get off and I have like my um, email and everything on my phone. So it's like if something does come in and it is urgent, I will know and I can, you know, hop back on if I need to. But it's like I, which that in and of itself is probably not good boundaries when y'all hear it but sometimes that's just like what you have to do so I just want to be better about it especially like just taking advantage of things being a little bit more slow like it's making me realize like I need to actually like just let things be this way instead of trying to make things worse for myself if that makes sense so um yeah that's my goal and I wouldn't have felt that this way if I didn't like realize things were going to be slowing down a little bit I have like a I have a very busy week, I think in like two weeks, because I'm taking, um, I don't even want to call it vacation, because that's not, I'm taking literally one day off, Um, and it's my first day off since I, or first day I'm taking off since um, I started, which is so crazy to think that I've like gone five months, and many, many long, long days, and I'm just now going to be taking a day off at the end of May. Um, we get off luckily on Friday and Monday for Memorial Day. So I'm taking off the Thursday and I'm so excited because I'm going to be going home and I just can't wait, but I'm also stressed out about it a little bit. I'm not stressed. I don't want to say I'm stressed about it. I'm not stressed about it, but like I'm going to have friends at home. I'm going to have family in town. Some of my, another couple that my boyfriend and I are really good friends with are going with us to Florida and I'm so excited for that. So it's just going to be like a lot of people to see in a small amount of time. And I wish like I had had longer at home because I'm gonna like feel like I need to please any and everybody but I also am just like trying to relax so that's gonna be interesting but um yeah I I don't even know where I was going with this oh yeah I just am realizing like okay I'm gonna have like a really busy week the week before I go out of town I think because of like everybody I feel like pushed everything up because of that break for Memorial Day so I really want to just be better with my work boundaries because I just I'm doing too much right now I think taking things like I don't want to say taking things a little too seriously but I am honestly like it's not that deep like nobody's gonna care if I'm you know making myself going above and beyond to make myself extra available like when it's not necessary right now so my gratitude for this week is for the realization that I am in my own head and create a lot of my own stress and what I mean by this is we had our um first real like feedback cycle I guess you could say um do this week so basically the way things work at like big four firms you like request feedback from people you work with 
ideally people that you've like worked like more than 40 hours with. And, um, so we had to request people by like April, someday in April, I think. And then, you know, like they fill out like kind of like rate you basically. And then they provide like comments on what you did well and like what you can improve on. And I got really good feedback from both of the people that I worked with, which I'm very thankful for. Um, and I'm, I was so, it's just funny because when I got like the email that they finished the feedback, I was so anxious to open it. Cause I was just like scared. I was like, what it's as if I had like done something horrible or like was doing, I knew I was doing it. I don't know why. Like I just like create the stress myself and I was so scared to open it. So then like I opened it and I read it and it was like all great things. And it was really good affirmation that I think I really needed because it reminded me to get out of my own head and it reminded me that a lot of the times when I'm worrying and stressing about work and have anxiety over work, a lot of it is self-induced and, you know, I definitely struggled when I first started with worrying that the people I was working with thought I was dumb because I didn't know how to do something um, or, Maybe it's something I know how to do, but I just like did it wrong because I was like rushed or something and just worrying about little things like that. But it was a great reminder that most of the time, actually all of the time, it's like pretty much all in my head and no one expects me to be perfect and know everything, especially with starting out. And until like somebody is literally telling me that there is a problem and that you know, it's something that needs to be fixed, then like, I don't need to worry until that happens. And that hasn't happened. So it's like, as long as that's not happening, I just need to like, not ruin my own, like confidence with work and not ruin my mindset and my mental health by, you know, dwelling on hypotheticals. And like, what if this person thinks I'm dumb? Or like, what if this person thinks I'm stupid? Like, I can promise you if you're like constantly asking yourself that and nobody's like actually said anything to you about, you know, something negative about your work, like you are creating the problem yourself. So like chill. So I'm just very thankful that I got that like positive reinforcement this week. And I'm just thankful for it because I was just definitely really worried about it with it being like my first one. And I do think that like, you know, people give like people who just started like a little bit more grace because you know you're literally learning the ropes of everything and everything like that but um I am definitely somebody who I can take constructive criticism but to my core like sometimes it really hurts because I'm somebody who always tries to do like my very best in everything I do so when like I'm giving constructive criticism that's like me hearing, oh, my best wasn't enough. So I like have always struggled with that, but that's something like I'm working on. And it's like, I can accept it. I'm not somebody who can't accept constructive criticism. I can, but it destroys me. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I was really worried about it, but I didn't even, literally the only like thing to improve on feedback that I got was to set better, better boundaries and make sure I'm like making time for myself. So like if people I work with are telling me that, like, then I need to, like, probably, like, be doing that. You know what I mean? So, anyways, let's move on into the episode. Enough about that. Um, So, let's talk about leaning into discomfort, y'all. I think you're really going to like this episode. I hope you do. And I think it's really going to resonate with all of you, like, no matter, like, what walk of life you're in, because I think it's something we've all experienced at some point or another. Um, But starting off, I want to talk about this parallel between the discomfort I'm facing now in a new phase of life and a new job and everything like that 
and the discomfort I faced when I started college. But before I do that, I just want to say, which I know I touched on this, I think when I talked about like in my episodes about feeling confused in your 20s and everything like that, I just feel so uncomfortable right now with so much. Like it's not just work. It's not just like one area of my life. Like just about everything in my life just feels really uncomfortable. And it's because it's all new. Like this is a new phase of life. It is very new to me. Like I know that I graduated, you know, I'm coming up on a year ago, which is so crazy to think about. But, you know, I just started working in January, so it's very new to me. But at the same time, things that have been in my life for a while, like my job as like a content creator, I feel very uncomfortable in everything right now. And typically when I feel this uncomfortable, I think it usually means that, you know, I am going through, I'm stepping into a big change or I'm going through the big change and like something big is about to happen. Like that's usually how it feels. But I've just been really struggling with this uncomfortable feeling because like I said, when I opened up in this episode at the beginning, you know, you feel so uncomfortable and you feel paralyzed because you don't really know what to do because of your indecision with being uncomfortable. But you also are just like, you just truly feel clueless, I feel like. And it's just like the worst feeling ever. And I don't know, as a content creator, I just feel uncomfortable because I often like find myself thinking like I could be doing so much more you know like I could be doing better I could I feel like I am limiting myself a lot with opportunities um and it's kind of hard because you know with content creation for so long like I was I feel like really actively growing in that aspect like maybe not necessarily my numbers but I always felt like there was like a brand deal that I had always really wanted to do or something like that that was happening or, you know, maybe my engagement was improving or, you know, I don't know. There was just always, it always felt like there was a upward momentum. And I feel like I'm in like this plateau phase where like, I just feel, I tell myself that I'm just not really, you know, like relevant and that it's like, not something I should like be putting so much time and effort into, but I tell myself all of that, but it, out of a place of discomfort because I'm uncomfortable with this like plateau phase because it's like new to me. And when I say plateau, I really don't mean numbers, even though it is probably true for numbers in regard to like YouTube and stuff and in regard to like my rates and everything and just like working with brands in general. Um, it's more so of just like I just don't feel as connected with like my management because I'm just like not doing as many like brand deals because obviously like I have a different full-time job I feel like I don't get to do I don't get as many opportunities in terms of like brand deals as I could if I was doing content creation full-time so it's like I'm just kind of like in this weird place where I just don't feel very like a lot as aligned with it as I once did and it's really hard to accept because it's something that I love doing so much and it's brings me so much joy and happiness and it's something I never want to give up and being in a phase where you feel uncomfortable with it is hard because it kind of makes you sit there and reevaluate you know like what how are how are things going right now and like what can I do to pivot this and you know like get back to a place of you know feeling like I'm you know aligned with like everything that's going on with my content creation and stuff and like I don't really feel that way with the podcast at all it's more so of like YouTube and just feeling a little bit like 
under the rug, I guess you could say. Like, I'm just kind of, like, there, but I'm not really, like, anything. I don't know. This is all just, like, me and my (laughs) discomfort talking. But that's how I feel with content creation. It's a really weird feeling because, you know, it's hard to, like, look at all the opportunities that are possible and potential when you truly give your all to it and knowing that I can't give that much to it because I'm limited with my time obviously it's hard for me to just digest that I am like limiting myself so much in that aspect I guess you could say but it's just how it is it's like my circumstances and a lot of those thoughts and feelings come around when I think of um or when I start comparing myself to other people so I'm trying to just be better about that but I don't know and then just like with work like obviously it's uncomfortable because you know, right now in therapy, I'm working through like a lot of just self-discovery and self-acceptance in terms of who I actually am as compared to who I've like the fabricated version of me that I've like forced myself to be for so many years just for, you know, outward approval and to prove myself to others and for the sake of core values that weren't actually my own and like learning what my own core values are and like what a life honoring those core values looks like because my life right now doesn't exactly align with my core values as a person and when I say core values I don't really mean like um like ethical like political like I'm not saying like that like my core values just like for life like my own personal life so um it's just hard because I'm in this like really interesting place of discomfort and we're going to be walking through all those feelings but back to this parallel between the discomfort I'm facing now and the discomfort I faced when I started college so many of you all know if you've been listening for a long time you know I faced a lot of discomfort when I started college I had a really hard time making friends I you know just wasn't in a good place it took me a while to like actually feel like I was in the right place and find my place at my school and everything and I was thinking and I was like, what did I do in college when I went through this really uncomfortable season of adjustment and change when I first entered college? I didn't lean into the discomfort at first. My first reaction, like most of ours when we run into something uncomfortable, was to run in the opposite direction from the discomfort. You know, do anything I could to keep myself comfortable because of difficult and uncomfortable things I was feeling was way too overwhelming for me I literally tried you know to transfer schools because it was the comfortable thing to do at the time that's what would keep me in my bubble I'd be with my high school friends and I wouldn't have to deal with the discomfort of making new friends and not having friends and feeling alone and I wouldn't have to learn how to create a new life in a new place so my first instinct was to stay in my bubble And of course, I ended up staying at my school. And by doing so, I sort of, you know, leaned into the discomfort unintentionally. And by, you know, staying at school and staying where I was and just trying again the next year, I was leaning into the discomfort by doing that, but it wasn't by choice. I didn't realize how uncomfortable I was. And I didn't realize that I was in this uncomfortable of a position and that, you know, I was trying to run from it. I wasn't consciously aware of that. So yes, I did lean into the discomfort, but it was unintentional. And it was just because it was what I kind of had to do. I just had to 
stay where I was and try again the next year. But sometimes that's all it takes and that's all you feel capable of doing when it comes to leaning into discomfort because the discomfort is uncomfortable enough as it is. So a lot of times we can't take more than literally just tolerating it and letting it be. But it didn't strike me until recently that my struggle to adjust to college and attempt to escape my discomfort has a lot of parallels to where I'm at in life right now. I felt so uncomfortable since starting my job for a lot of reasons. Um, And one of those reasons being that, you know, I'm living in a huge city for an indefinite amount of time for the first time, which is very new for me. And another reason being, you know, I'm adjusting to a totally new and very demanding lifestyle after being in college for five years. And I'm away from a lot of the friendships that I established over the last couple of years. I'm going through a lot of personal development and change and increasing my self-awareness as I've been focusing on healing. But the main difference is that this time, because I'm more self-aware and trying to actually honor my own values for once in my life, I'm actually conscious of the discomfort and the underlying root cause of it that exists in addition to the other factors I just mentioned because I am actually aware of my core values as a person and now I know that those aren't really being honored so I'm much more aware that you know where this discomfort is coming from because I'm aware of those core values if that makes sense and when I faced the discomfort in college you know I just found the first excuse and reasoning that made sense And that was being my loneliness and hard time adjusting to college and said, this is why I'm unhappy without actually looking inwards and seeing what was causing the discomfort deep down. And yes, my circumstances did absolutely add to the discomfort, but ultimately I was uncomfortable because I was trying to live a life that wasn't true to me. And I was comparing my life to other people's when my personal values didn't even align with the people's I was comparing my life to. So it was a senseless comparison in and of itself. And like I said earlier, you know, when I say values, I mean just what I prioritize most in life. And now as I'm older and I've begun working on myself and figuring out who I am and healing, I realize that the discomfort I'm facing now is rooted in the same issue. Living a life that doesn't honor my core values and instead honors this fabricated version of me that I became once in college and once again now for the sake of achievement and proving myself to others. And the best way for me to describe it is being an actor in my own life. And because I wasn't aware of it and thus not able to work through it when I was younger in college, I'm dealing with it again now. I faced this discomfort before that resulted from being an actor in my own life and not honoring my core values and living my life based on achievement and proving myself rather than my own core values. And I'm facing it again now because I wasn't aware of it when it happened before. So that's why it's so important for me to lean into the discomfort this time around so that I don't run into this exact same type of discomfort again. And instead of trying to run away from the discomfort like I did when I was in college or tried to, and, you know, I eventually just sat with it in college and crossed my fingers and hoped things would get would get better, which thankfully they did. I'm choosing to actually lean into the dis- discomfort this time around so that I can do something with it and so that I don't run into the exact same type again, like I said. And why, you may ask, like, why are you choosing to lean into something that feels uncomfortable? Um, when I started planning this episode, I kind of asked myself the same question. It's like, am I really consciously choosing to 
lean into feelings that make me uncomfortable. And then I thought about it and I was like, well, why wouldn't I? I'm not going to only honor, you know, positive and good emotions. You know, I've really got to honor and accept and sit in the negative stuff as well. And I've realized that I've made my discomfort even more uncomfortable by dwelling on it and just constantly reminding myself of how uncomfortable I feel and only seeing the negative side of my discomfort and overanalyzing everything. And it just all makes me feel worse. I realize I've let my emotions completely take over. And while I am letting myself feel them, which is a good thing, I'm not in control of them. And I've instead been letting them control me. And I've just completely let that overwhelm me. And I felt numbed and paralyzed at times because I feel like my brain is too consumed by my discomfort to where I can't do or enjoy anything because I'm constantly focusing on how freaking uncomfortable I feel. And now that I'm aware of this discomfort and why I feel the way I do, I can take a step back and ask myself each time I feel this way. You know, am I truly this uncomfortable or am I self-sabotaging and making the discomfort even worse by dwelling on it? Is it really as bad as I'm making it out to be in my head? Yes, it is very uncomfortable at times and it can be all-consuming, but I'm letting it get to that point and be that way. You know, I've been letting it consume all of me instead of just acknowledging it and letting it exist and leaning into it. I've let it get in the way of nearly every aspect of my life and be the front runner of my thoughts, which is an example of me giving the discomfort the discomfort and the uncomfortable feelings more power than they should have over me. And no amount of dwelling on it and just thinking about how uncomfortable I am is going to change the fact that it's there. And that is truly a liberating thought because when you find yourself really uncomfortable and feeling like running away from it and resisting it, just acknowledge that it's there and then ask yourself if the discomfort is actually as bad as you think it is. You know, remind yourself of a time you've overcome discomfort before or maybe just a time you've faced it before and tell yourself, I have overcome this before and I will overcome it again. And then remind yourself that you have two options going about your day. You can let the discomfort consume you by dwelling on it and just sitting there with it or you can lean into the discomfort by acknowledging its existence reminding yourself that it's normal remaining true to yourself and living your life as if the discomfort wasn't there and honestly just you know reminding yourself of the possibilities and opportunities that could arise if you choose to lean into it and I just have to always remind myself that you know I of those two decisions it's like I can let this consume me and I can sit here and I can dwell on it all day long and just like it's almost like you're just like looking at it you know what I mean like you're sitting there and you're looking at it you're sitting there in your little bubble and your comfort zone and you were just looking at the discomfort and you're like I see you there and I'm not going to do anything about it or you can you know look at the discomfort and take a step forward and just say you know what I see that you're there and I'm choosing to step into it I'm going to lean into it And I'm going to figure out what this is all about. And we're going to get into that in a second, sort of talking about what leaning into discomfort looks like. But another important reminder is we can never, you know, truly rid ourselves from discomfort. And we're always going to run into it at some point or another because each life change we have and each time we do something new, it's going to have a little bit of discomfort associated with it. 
So it's like, why every time do we try to turn around and run from it when we know that there is no way we are ever going to, no amount of running is going to free us from the feeling of discomfort. It may temporarily for that one moment when you're feeling uncomfortable, but if you don't face that specific discomfort, it's going to come up again. And even if you do face that discomfort, you're still going to face a different kind of discomfort later on down the road. So it's like, why waste so much time and energy dwelling on, you know, just letting, dwelling on it and letting it sit there and trying to avoid it when you could just challenge yourself a little bit, get out of your comfort zone, lean into it and just see what comes out of it. It's just so much more healthy and productive. And when I say productive, I don't mean like actually like getting stuff done, hustle, blah, blah, blah. No, I mean like it's more productive for your own well-being to lean into it than it is to shield yourself from it and run away from it. And I try to let go of feeling like I need to fix the discomfort I'm facing. And I'm instead thinking of it as a byproduct of doing new things and stepping into new phases of life. And honestly, just reminding myself that it will pass, but it will also come each time I step into something new or unfamiliar is reassuring because it tells me, you know, hey, I'm not, this isn't the only time I'm going to experience this. So, you know, if I run from it now, I'm going to run into it again. And there's so much power in remembering and reminding yourself that the discomfort is not permanent in nature and that it always is going to be like this transitory feeling. And oftentimes the feeling of discomfort is so strong that we convince ourselves we are stuck in it if we don't run from it which makes us think it's permanent. But the only true way to overcome that same feeling of discomfort is to lean into it. You can run from it and temporarily rid yourself of it, but you will run into it again eventually, like I said. Whereas if you choose to lean into it, you know, you're not going to run into that same exact type of discomfort again necessarily, but you will instead have that awareness and confidence under your belt for the next time you go through something uncomfortable And you'll really be able to remind yourself of that last time that you had felt that way. And you'll be able to tell yourself, I know this is temporary. I've overcome it before. You can lean into it and eventually overcome it again. And I like saw this quote when I was um, looking at quotes and stuff for this episode. And it said, discomfort comes in different packaging. And I really liked that because I feel like for everyone, discomfort kind of feels like a threat. Um, which is why it's so uncomfortable because it's a threat to our little circle of comfort and our peace and our little bubble that we retreat to and we use as a security blanket and a shield. But at the same time, you know, while it all make us may make us all feel a certain way, it really does arrive in everyone's life in a different way and shows up differently and for different reasons. And Our discomfort is so personal to us and our journeys, which is why when you get uncomfortable, it is so important to not resort to comparing yourself to other people. But I know that unfortunately, that's like one of the initial reactions for a lot of people when they get uncomfortable, they start looking around them, you know, like I know when I get uncomfortable, one of my first instincts is to truly just kind of like look around me and I ask myself all sorts of questions. I ask, like, did they go through this? How did they handle it? Does anyone understand me? What would so-and-so do in my position? Why does it seem like everyone else is fine? Or why does it seem like everyone else knows what they're doing? But when I remember that discomfort looks different for everyone and everyone handles it differently, 
I'm reminded of how uniquely personal it is to me and that it is entirely up to me how I decide to sit with it, avoid it, or lean into it, process it, and handle it. You know, whatever I do out of those options, it's all up to me, and there's no need for me to look to others when it comes to my life and my discomfort. So remember that it looks different for everyone and that we all deal with it differently. And in terms of like how to lean into discomfort and what it looks like, I think leaning into discomfort comes down to breaking the habit of running in the opposite direction the second we get uncomfortable. It is so hard to do, but it truly feels liberating to tell myself that it's nothing more than a feeling. And it feels so good as an indecisive person to decide that I'm going to lean into these feelings and experience them rather than try to run from them. And if you're wondering, you know, what does leaning in even look like? It's different for everyone, like I've said. But to me, it's about allowing myself to feel this way instead of telling myself that I need to feel fine or I need to feel good. And in order to feel fine and good, I have to steer away from these uncomfortable feelings because these uncomfortable feelings are disturbing the way that I think I'm supposed to feel. Get rid of the supposed to. You know, you have to just let yourself feel it. And it's about being present with the feeling and what's happening inside of me and what the discomfort is revealing about my innermost fears and desires. And most of my very uncomfortable times in life have revealed some, you know, deep inner fear I have. And being present with my feelings of discomfort really allows me to discover those fears and work through them. And leaning into discomfort is also about reminding myself that it's temporary and there will be new things on the other side of it waiting for me if I choose to not run from it. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be all these great, wonderful things, but it will be something that I can learn from regardless. And I also think it's about being vulnerable and understanding that vulnerability looks different for everyone. It's about realizing that I can't really pick and choose which emotions I'm going to decide to deal with as much as I would like to just cherry pick all the positive emotions out of life. Um, It's more so about me realizing that it's much more beneficial for me to allow space for every single one of my feelings and emotions to exist, even the uncomfortable and the difficult ones. And I'm not trying to perfect or fix anything per se. It's more so of just letting these feelings exist as they are and seeing what they're trying to tell me. And I think we really don't realize that our complacency and our comfort zone and our resistance to change and discomfort is often the very thing that's keeping us from where we want to be. And choosing the comfort zone means staying put and not stepping into the newness that the big life change, whether it's, maybe it's not big, maybe it's small. It's, you're not really able to step into what that has to offer to you if you choose to stay in your comfort zone and choosing the stay in your comfort zone that you created and got comfortable in during a different phase of life is like standing with your feet in cement and trying to walk you know you're not gonna get where you want to go if you choose your comfort zone over what the change and discomfort is presenting to you you know say you want to start a new career or a new job how do you expect to do that and to step into it and find it and embrace it if you are trying to stay in 
a comfort zone that you created in your old job and in your old career. Like you're never going to you're never going to get into what that change has to offer you. You have to go through stepping out of that comfort zone and stepping into the newness and that's going to create feelings of discomfort and I can guarantee you that. But you will never get to that newness and, you know, like where you want to be if you are choosing to stay in this environment that you built to protect you in a different phase of life, if that makes sense. And, you know, that can be said for so much. You know, if you want to move to a new city, how are you going to get to that new city if, you know, you are confining yourself to this comfort zone that you created in the hometown you grew up in? You know, like it's just how are you going to get there when you're living in a comfort zone? Like you're not and you have to get uncomfortable and you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because it's going to happen. And I had like a total mental breakdown on Sunday, partially because I was starting my period soon. And I, a lot of times I forget to like look at my flow calendar and see when it's coming because that would nine times out of 10, bring me back down to earth a little bit when I'm having these mental breakdowns because it always happens like five days before I start my period, I swear. And I just like started crying on Sunday because I was just like, I just feel so lost and I just feel so uncomfortable. Like I just literally, that's all I kept saying. That's all I could say. I was like, I just don't feel right. And I want so badly to feel comfortable because I got to a point in college, and I wasn't initially this way, which is so important for me to remember because I'm able to remind myself I once felt this exact same way in college, and I eventually created a security blanket out of that same place that I started out very uncomfortable in. So reminding myself that I did that before in college, I'm reminding myself that I can do that now. And, you know, I'm sitting here saying I'm, I'm uncomfortable because I'm craving the comfort that I had with my little comfort zone that I had made when I was in college and now I'm like oh but I'm really uncomfortable now but it's because I'm comparing myself to the way I felt when I was in you know grad school and everything because that's like the last time I felt like really comfortable and like like I knew what I was doing like I knew my next steps and whereas now it's just like a lot of newness at once there are there are more there it's more than one new thing at once so that just makes a lot of things uncomfortable you know so I'm having to remind myself that if I don't lean into this feeling right now and I don't just, you know, acknowledge its existence and continue to live my life like and not let it, you know, completely paralyze me, I'm going to be sitting in it for longer if I don't lean into it. And when I had that like revelation, I was like, I can't keep feeling this way and like living in this discomfort. Like I truly do just have to like lean into it and see what comes out of it. So I'm trying to lean into it by, you know, accepting it's there. And instead of trying to fix it, which is like what I felt like I was trying to do on Sunday, I was like sitting there asking myself, what can I do to not feel this way? You know what I mean? And the short-term response and the short-term fix is for me to retreat back into my little comfort zone and bubble and really just do whatever it is that keeps me in that comfort zone, which that would be... My comfort zone would be something like crazy, like moving back home and, you know, just being a content creator or something like that would be that may not sound like a comfort zone thing because that's actually taking an extremely large risk. And that's like just not doing what I'm doing right now, obviously. But that would be the comfortable thing for me to do. The uncomfortable thing for me to do is to 
like actually let things you know time take its course and for me to lean into this and just be like you know what I have not I haven't even been in this new city for a year yet so much can change in a year it took me two full years to feel like an ounce of not even I don't want to say an ounce but it took me like two full years to feel like comfortable enough in college and I was halfway done with college at that point you know what I mean so and I think that you know I'm everything I'm comparing on this basis of what I know so far in life whereas now I'm in like a totally new phase of life I'm in my career and you know there's just so much unexpected that's you know gonna happen and I'm just really trying to lean into the discomfort instead of taking the comfortable routes and staying in my comfort zone because I know um, firsthand that sticking things out when they get uncomfortable is so rewarding like I can't imagine if I would have actually like transferred schools and college when I got uncomfortable and when I wanted to be comfortable I my life would be probably just so insanely different you know and I can't imagine like my life without the people I ended up meeting in college so it's just crazy to think about and like I unintentionally leaned into the discomfort in college because I ended up just staying at school because it was just like it didn't work out transferring wise um so the decision was kind of made for me but it's like even unintentionally like leaning into it like still presented itself with a whole new world whereas like I probably wouldn't have I don't know like it's there's just so much that could have been different and I think that leaning into discomfort is so hard for us because it true like short term the easiest thing to do is to stay in your comfort zone a hundred percent it's the easiest thing to do and when you're really uncomfortable you crave something easy you crave something familiar and you crave your comfort zone of course but choosing to not run from discomfort and choosing to run into it and towards it like for me it just looks like literally like accepting that I am in this very new phase of life and it's not gonna feel this way forever and just reminding myself that you know there's so much I haven't experienced yet and that there's so much that will be waiting for me on the other side if I just like truly do lean into this and I'm just like deciding not to let it control my mental health and my emotions because I'd say like for this whole like first you know how long however long I've been here in Houston since last July I've been avoiding the discomfort and like with my job I've been like avoiding it it's like I've been letting it sit in my mind but I've been I feel like I've just been trying to fix it and get rid of the feeling whereas now it's just like you know what I'm accepting it's there and I'm just gonna live my life and not let like this feeling of discomfort determine you know my entire mood day in and day out because it's truly it truly just started taking a toll on my mental health you know so I'm trying to really just lean into it and make sure that I'm just really forcing myself out of my comfort zone as much as I don't want to but I know that that's like what I need to be doing at this time so I don't know that's where I'm at with it and I don't have much else to say on it but I know that every single one of us you know goes through something uncomfortable whether we're moving to a new city or we're changing schools or we're starting a new job or maybe we're just taking a risk in our personal life or I don't know you're going to be doing it at some point or another you know what I mean and maybe maybe it's even like something as small as like starting a new hobby like taking that initial jump is getting out of your comfort zone and it's uncomfortable 
But it's like once you really step into it, that's when, you know, you really start to think, see things happening. Whereas like you're truly just freezing yourself if you choose to try and run from it. So hopefully this was inspiring and helpful for you all to just like remind yourself that it's okay to feel uncomfortable and lost and to feel like a really strong sense of discomfort in your life. And I really hope that, you know, you're able to just lean into it, like I said, and embrace it because that will truly be at the end of the day what allows you to experience everything that whatever it is in your life that's new to you has to offer. Because if you choose to not lean into it, you're automatically putting a cap on, you know, how much you can experience and like how much you're going to get out of that new phase of life because you're choosing to stay in your little bubble if you choose not to lean into the discomfort. But I love you all and thank you so much for listening. And once again, sorry for the little timing, time travel episode mishap last week. But I hope you all enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you all next Monday. Thank you so much for listening and be sure to follow In Bloom Podcast on Instagram and join the In Bloom Podcast Facebook group. Talk to you all next Monday.